Welcome to Ink and Pete, a podcast that features indie writers, self-publishers, authors, ghostwriters, and other free spirits drawn to writing and the simple joy of a good book and a cup of tea before the fire. I'm Barb Robitaille. And I'm Craig Stewart. Well, after many weeks. Months. Months. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, months. Of thinking about Ink and Pete and where to go with it and have we finished and should we keep going? And we just decided it was time that we have... We accomplished what we set out to do, and as much joy as we've gotten through doing the program, it was time to close the door. Yeah. Yeah. That's tender. It's a tender place to arrive. And yet, as we've always done together, we knew. Yeah. Yeah, we did. There are extenuating circumstances, you know, as there always are. But uh, anyway, we thought, I thought a great way to go out would be to clip some of the unexpected joy moments Mm -hmm. and just put them in one big package and send them out sort of as a, at the, during the darkest time of year, maybe to inspire people to look at things a little differently. Yeah. And that ending of incompete, you know, that question, where have you found joy when you least expected it? For me, That was the part of the podcast that I almost look forward to the most Mm -hmm. because it was a way of feeling a connection with someone that I I began to notice, you know, that they were focused on what matters most. And that's how we connect. And I loved people sharing that. For instance, Christina Vargas's, um, you'll hear her. Her moment. And when I heard that, I started doing a dance in the kitchen. (laughs) Because here's somebody saying that one of their favorite songs is The Hole of the Moon. And what happened when that song started playing while she was stuck on the freeway? And what happened, the dance party that followed? (laughs) And it was like, oh my goodness, I love that song too. I love it so much. And here's somebody else celebrating that. And so even though I didn't know Christina, I felt this connection. And it just made me smile. And so many of these unexpected joy moments that have been shared on Incompete have made me smile and feel like, okay, we're in this together. Yeah, that's true. That's that's exactly how I felt the same way. A couple of the couple of the stories we share today are there are there are light and then there are some that come out of suffering like yes. the, the, that it's almost like one side of the coin is suffering the other side of the coin is joy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um my goodness and it's in that experience of that of holding on to the joy in the midst of sorrow or in the midst of a fierce conversation, those are those moments of grace, I always think, that you can recognize them as joy. Mm-hmm. 
We just read a quote recently that talked about the difference between joy and happiness. Do you remember what that was? Ooh. No, it probably was last hour, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just when we, before we came downstairs. We yes. just started. <laughs> okay, no, we'll let that go. Anyway, um, one of my favorite all-time stories is, um, is Mike Evans' story yes. in here when he's down in Cuba. Yes. And, I mean, that is... That's a shocker. It is. So, yeah, there's I mean, some there's some away. wonderful moments. Yeah, that we're sharing here, and um, I think that your idea for this last episode in closing out incompete is absolutely perfect. Hmm. And um, I've so enjoyed. Yeah, so have I. The unexpected joy I have is, I mean, I know people may not even want to listen to this part but <laughs> <laughs> when we get down here in this in our so-called studio by the way it, it's in it's in a small closet of a off of a garage and um in this little home we're renting anyway when i see you under the headphones and we're speaking into the microphones i'm expecting the joy i get from that but at first it was really unexpected it's like oh my gosh this is so fun this is so fun yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's true, you know, in place, uh, as there's uh, someone that's mentioning that in, in their moment, um, plays such a huge part. Home. Home, place. It's where we, where we find a bit of belonging. And I think that these unexpected joys, there's a thread of belonging that we all feel when we listen to them. And I think that's what I was probably trying to say earlier. No, I think you said it very well. And I just, I, I mean, I think we could go on for we a We could go long on time. forever. Yeah. And uh, this is one of those times we know it's, we're done now. <laughs> 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 Much to the relief of all of you. <laughs> so uh, we really hope that you enjoy listening to these excerpts and um, take heart and take joy and uh, one last time. That's right. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to us. Yeah. And for being part of this experiment. And um, yeah. Don't stay strangers. You can write us. <laughs> <laughs> you can still find us. You can find <laughs> Well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Oh. Anyway. So for the last time together... It's time to put the kettle on and have a listen to Ink and Pete. When was the time you found joy when you least expected it? Yeah, um, you know... This is a, it was actually a very personal moment. I want to, I'll share. And it was, it was the day that my mom passed on. And I was in, of course, you know, feeling great grief. And I was, I was actually at a retreat in Northern California. And I had this experience with a butterfly. And my experience of it, and I, this is, and I put it that way because, you know, different people have different beliefs around how life works and what it is. 
But my experience of this moment with this butterfly was that it was my mom basically saying to me, look at me, Becky, I can fly. And felt like this, this release of what had become a, an, a very challenged physical existence into a, a beautiful flight for her. And I did not expect that at all. I was, you know, experiencing grief and then all of a sudden this butterfly and it like hung out with me for a while, flew around my head, took off. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, and her name was Joy. And so it was all very, very appropriate. Yeah. Christina, when can you think back on a time where you found joy when you least expected it? Yeah, I can. Um, I just have to tell you, though, that this is my um, I love this question. When I go for my walks, I listen to your podcast and I always love this question. I love, you know, it's it's just such a glimpse into what sparks happiness for all these different kinds of people, you know, from the industry side to the author creative side. It's just I love it. I love it. So to answer it, though, I had a small and spontaneous moment that happened recently while I was um, driving home from work. Uh, It was a gorgeous day and my windows were down and I had the radio turned up um, and I was kind of bebopping along. And then the traffic suddenly stalled to a a complete standstill. Um, I I don't know what was going on because it was miles ahead. So I'm, I'm sitting there in my car. We're in two lanes of traffic, bumper to bumper. And my all-time favorite song comes on. Well, I shouldn't say it's my favorite song, but a, a, a favorite song comes on. <laughs> the, um, the Hole of the Moon by the Water Boys. It's oh, I know that song. Me. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a, if I tell you, this song would be my karaoke song if I would ever brave <laughs> such a thing. That's I awesome. I love this song. It just, it's, it's a joyful song too, right? Yes, so, it is. Yeah. Anyways, this song comes on. I kind of crank it up, oblivious to everybody around me because, you know, it's my song. And, <laughs> um, and I start singing and car dancing in my seat. And <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I may have been a little loud. <laughs> um, the guy in the pickup truck right next to me kind of looks at me. And he starts flipping through his radio station. He finds the one I'm listening to and he cranks it up. The next thing I know, he's singing and dancing along with me. <laughs> I love that. It was, I know. It was yeah. such a small moment of connection, a random serendipitous connection with some nameless dude that I'll never see again, probably. <laughs> but, you know, I just. I love that. And I think that that's what always brings me joy is those moments of connection that we make with people here, like with you today. This is a very joyful, unexpected, joyful Mm. moment for me as well, because I was nervous. (laughs) But and um, so, yeah, that that's my moment.
I, I'd say walking during lockdown. You know, I go for walks and back into the walking trail. And walking during lockdown has been a real eye-opener for me. I walk, I go into town, drive into town, and then I abandon car and I walk in through Westport House. I don't know if you're familiar with Westport House. Yeah, yeah. Period House that the local family had not taken over. And we walk through the grounds of that. And it was in my backyard when I was a kid. I lived in town and we used to go down there as kids. So it's just like, it's a bit like just reliving as a kid, but I can just walk freely towards this and appreciate it and goes through around the lakeside and then out to the quay at the point and round an old lake there. That's, you know, I was up there one last Saturday week, sitting back watching an otter feeding Saturday morning. You know, here we are like in Westport in the town and this is going on. So that's what's given me great joy. The whole sense of awareness, listening to birdsong. I find it fascinating. I have, I had one day last week, 27 blackbirds out in my backyard eating. I feed the blackbirds porridge oats and I feed them nuts and everything else. So I had 27 blackbirds. I had 64 chaffinches. Count them all. Yeah, count them all because we keep studies with the Irish Bird Watch Association just to report in. And then I have such a range of stuff. One woman said to me, you got to get Niger seeds. You get the goldfinches. Got the Niger seeds. Got the goldfinches. Got the seeds. <laughs> It's just wonderful. It has been such a source of, I think, of, is, is it Wordsworth or Shakespeare, that lovely poem, Surprised by Joy. I'm just constantly surprised by joy with all this. Na nature, really, is the thing that surprises me all the time. <laughs> Did I ask you that last time? Yeah, yeah. Did I find joy when I least expected it? Hmm. You know, for me, sometimes um, it's in facing hard conversations with people. You know, when you know you have to have a, an uncomfortable conversation or say something that might not be received well, I find that when I can really um, step into those in a loving way and kind of like work on my own self beforehand and, and get clear on what I want to say. Sometimes those conversations are the hardest and the absolutely most satisfying for me because they're so incredibly bonding and they, you know, they take away that, you know, invisible layer of, of difficulty. And it's like, God, we got to say the thing that was hard, you know, or the say the thing that was tough. And I find that those moments are, um, so incredibly joyful and especially bonding. And it's always happens, you know, really in these book projects, there are always times where it gets difficult. You know, my clients often tell me things they haven't told their own spouses. It's a really kind of intimate situation. And sometimes, you know, they want to, this book project becomes too emotional for them or just too much. And I have to lovingly reel them back or remind them of a deadline or, you know, and um, there are lots of hard conversations and I appreciate being able to have them. And I certainly appreciate those who are, you know, receptive to them. When have you found joy when you least expected it? You know, there are so many times, like I mentioned earlier, I have found that all of the most pivotal moments of my life were so intertwined with complication, with suffering or grief that I couldn't really separate the two. 
um, I would say by far the birth of my daughter. Absolutely. Mm. And, and stepping into the role of being her mentor and her guide when I myself am still young, still learning and, and still so fallible and realizing that my parents likely felt like this and that this is just kind of, you know, the way that it is that we just um, have to dwell in grace with ourselves and our children and our parents. And yeah, that's, that's it. Where have you found joy when you least expected it? Well, uh, one example was when, remember I told you about that Indian story uh, in India? But all the time I found joy when I crossed the state line. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I found joy recently before the total lockdown. I, I love the ocean. I, I grew up in the ocean. I'm from the west of Ireland. We have the sea, we have the lake, we have the rivers, and we have it fall from the sky. So I'm a man of the water and I love getting out in the ocean and I have a sub paddle board that I try and go and surf whenever I can. And just a few days before the total, the lockdown came in, I scooted off to a very quiet beach, maintaining my social distance. And as I got out of the car, I had to walk about half a mile down a muddy Irish lane. And Craig, you fellas know all about the muddy Irish lanes. And the trees are st- were still waiting for their, for their new plumage. Right about now, the trees are bursting into life to be so proud and to show off their new green coats. But just a few weeks ago, just like skeletal branches and limbs above my head and arch trees as I walk down this muddy path with a bull bellowing in the nearby field and the crows cacawing with my board and the wind. And then just before I stepped down into the beach, all these horses came from nowhere, like piebald horses. And they came over nuzzling at my board. And I said, hello. <laughs> and uh, the leader of the ponies, the horses, I don't know if they were ponies or horses, they were just like whatever they were. They were that hot. I think they were ponies, actually. <laughs> <laughs> was a white one, just like the horse that Neve would rode to to Tirnanog across the seas with Oshin behind her. And it came up and it nuzzled at my board. And it had a beautiful mane. It was curious, up nuzzling. And, uh, and behind it were other ones. I said, hello. And one behind it raised the front hoof and started <laughs> like I was saying hello. <laughs> and I, so I, I started having a bit of fun, a bit of crack, as we say in Ireland, a bit of fun with them. Going, How are you doing? Will you come for a surf? And they, were, they, they kept wiggling their the legs. Another one joined in. And I said, well, I'll see you down there. So, and I turned to go down. And the white horse followed me. The white pony followed me. And then I turned, I said, oh, you're coming then. And then it looked at me, looked at the ocean and went away back up the hill. But uh, my point was, it just followed me for a little bit. But my real point is this, it was quite a mythic moment. Anybody who knows anything about ancient Irish culture, one of the great stories is Tiernanog, mm-hmm. when Oshin goes to Tiernanog. And the white horse is, is the, across Mananin's uh, waves, you know, Mananin McClure, the god of the sea. So for me, it was just a wonderful moment. Someone who does what I do all the time to see that, and where you have the land meeting the sea, the waves meeting the land, and the trees and the wind, where elements meet, there be magic. At 
such a great question because to me, the key in that is when you least expect it. Because, you know, like when you plan something, you plan, you know, vacation or even dinner with friends, you're anticipating it, right? You're anticipating that joy. So it's like, oh, when you least expect it, which is like an instant moment of giddiness. And so I guess what I would say is my husband and I are traveling right now. And in the process of traveling, we sometimes sleep over in rest areas. And we were recently sleeping in a rest area in Colorado and it was 17 degrees that night. And we got up really Uh. early and (laughs) we had to hit the road really early. And so we were driving toward the highway and all of a sudden there was the moon and it was a crescent moon, but it was just enormous. It was this enormous crescent and it was orange. And I just gasped and I did kind of start to giggle. And I was, I said, look at the moon. And I just could not take my eyes off of it. And it just, it made me so happy in that moment. And it was something, as you said, that I just, I didn't, I had no expectations. I was groggy and hazy and there it was. I don't mean to sound intentionally alluring or or interesting or something, but there's stuff I can't say about work in Cuba. There has been, uh, it's been very difficult to build that program. There's 500 players in our league in Havana. Excuse me? Um, what did you say? Yeah, we have we have 500 players in a league in Havana that we've built over the years. Oh my gosh. Um, in a country where charities are really not allowed. You know, the Catholic Church is barely allowed. And that's, that's, there's a lot there to unpack, but there have been some scary moments because we're spreading something that's, uh, that's non-state sponsored in an all state sponsored environment. So I've had my passport confiscated before, which is terrifying because there are stories of people that have stayed there, you know, for 10 years because of stuff they've done. I had an incident where I was terrified. My passport was out of my hands and not in the room. And I was at customs, had not been let into the country. This is 35 trips in. I've already proven that I'm there to to do good work. And um, I had a customs agent, uh, a different customs agent come back uh, with my passport. My thought was, this is a higher up person and I'm going to be taken somewhere right now. And I have protocols for if people don't hear from me, what they're supposed to do. I mean, it's all in place. And the customs agent was a man and he came up to me and he mentioned a court that he grew up playing on that I had fixed. (laughs) What a great story. (laughs) And he handed handed my passport back to me. Oh, Mike, that is a great story. I love that. Most relieving. Oh my God. I, I, you know, it was, I can't describe to a listener the, the fear or the joy. But they, they were in such contrast yeah. that uh, I'll never forget it. Um, people care about these spaces. These basketball courts are meaningful to people. And when you fix them, they, they, don't, they don't forget it.
when I least expected it. Well, I was um, in Edinburgh in Scotland doing my master's degree and COVID shut everything down and I had to come home and I did not expect to find joy. Um, but when I came back to Montreal, um, my partner and I were able to get uh, an apartment together and we made it a home and we got a second dog and all of a sudden we looked around and we had created this life for ourselves, which we never would have been able to have if it hadn't been for COVID. And so <laughs> I was expecting my whole life to fall apart. Um, but instead, you know what? I just, I finished my master's degree online and I got to have a home for the first time in my adult life. So I have a home. Yeah. It's a source of joy for me every day for sure. When I moved to New Mexico, so I lived in Manhattan for 30 years, packed it all up at the end of 2020, moved to New Mexico, and I started sitting on my porch. I have a view of two mountain ranges. Mm. Clouds. Craig, do you know that clouds grow yeah. in New Mexico? <laughs> so they grow yeah. up, the big white puffy clouds, yeah. and then they float by. So I spend hours of joy you know, did you ever as a kid do the animals? Oh, the sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I did that. And then I created scenes because the clouds would move a little and be like, oh, that rabbit is ready with that wolf. <laughs> and then it's morphing into, oh, my God, it's a bust of Ringo Starr <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> That's awesome. Honest, I cannot begin to tell you how yeah. much joy the clouds bring me here. Thanks for listening to our final episode of Ink and Pete, brought to you by Becky Parker Geist, Christina Vargas McPherson, Leamy McNally, Aaron Donnelly, Caroline Holm, Neil DeBurka, Michelle Meyer, Mike Evans, Kaylee Michelle, and Diane Hatz. To all of our guests over the years and to all of our listeners, may you find joy where you least expect it. Mm-hmm.